1: where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad, and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward, and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further
0: ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Sustain nutrition chewing the okay. fat podcast episode forty-three. Yes, you know this. I was going to give them a right slap as well. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> uh, anyway, people won't, who were listening won't know where you were going to slap. No one's listening. Right, Joe. Our subject is the truth about happy dieting. Oh, it's going to be a controversial one. Possibly. The title tur- doesn't give away much, to be honest. Speed to the microphone, please. Not into your shoulder. Jesus.
1: I was talking then, but you
0: couldn't hear (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to go... It's going to be, yeah, a little... Not controversial, but you're going to take from this what works for you. And it's just some things that we see as coaches kind of working with our clients day after day, week after week. Um, And it's some mistakes that we see that... kind of positive but then can also be a
1: negative towards people's results as well so that makes no sense no so we're gonna put a massive caveat in at the start because there's some people who this is going to relate to there's other people who gonna really put a pin in their tits yeah if you misconstrued the message then you might do head a little bit so the first point is that some people if they aren't positive they don't find a positive in every situation then they feel really bad, and then they spiral off, and things get worse. So what I mean there is, if being positive and finding a positive all the time is what keeps you on plan, then that's great. Because there are some people who, as soon as they start feeling negative, then it spirals, then they eat or drink, and they don't do the right actions that are needed for fat loss.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of the, the kind of personality or the kind of person that will eat three jaffa cakes and that will be the end of the world for them you know what i mean that'll be like a massive failure and they'll feel terrible about it it might cause like a horrible tailspin into some kind of you know binge eating or just feeling of failure and wanting to quit when actually you know when you can pull a positive from that because normally they would have you know eaten x y and z and three pizzas and two bottles of prosecco and, and yada yada so actually it's quite positive so, we're going to kind of look at the difference between kind of pulling positives and then, you know, almost putting a more of a,
1: not like a negative spin on it, but just learning from it as well. I think there's a thing, isn't there, of finding positives is a good thing if it keeps you in a good mindset. Yes. If finding positives is stopping you progressing, then maybe it needs to be checked or it needs to be challenged. And I guess a lot of the time, like if I've got a client who's eating off plan and I say, why have you had this? I'm just going to check, is this the right time for you to have six glasses of wine? And if someone says, yeah, I was on a hen do, then that's cool. So it's going to be kind of situation dependent and individual dependent all the time. And there's a big juicy but coming in here. And it's the reason the podcast has come out is because if people do this too much, someone has made a mistake or they've overconsumed on calories, then you have a chance to learn and you've got a chance to improve. And what you'll see people do is they'll say, you know, I went out and I had a Chinese, and I've had a client that did this a good few months ago, I had a Chinese, I massively overate, I had you know, loads of food that I didn't really need or enjoy, but it was a one-off. So I don't mind. And that's fine if they don't mind. You know, This is always dependent on the individual. But if that has stopped their progress and they have a chance to learn because they've already admitted it was more than they needed and they didn't even enjoy it, then why not learn from that? And it's... I guess the summary of the podcast or if the intention of the podcast would be that people are so quick to, to find positives that they then miss these chances to succeed and to progress. And if at the end of 13 weeks they haven't lost any weight and their goal was to lose a sizable amount of weight then there's not necessarily huge positives to be found and this is just what people miss out on as they miss that chance to learn and to improve.
0: Yeah so from what the example that George gave you yeah, there is there's um you know, massive positives that they've been realistic about the outcomes from what they've been. But then the kind of the negative is that they're not using it as a learning opportunity. And if you don't learn, then you want to just Kind of moving forward. If you're not just moving forward, then the same shit can keep on happening. You know, the kind of the one of the more frustrating things that me and Joe can hear as coaches, and when people just say, oh, you know, I did this X, Y, and Z, I'm really you know pissed off about it, upset about it. But tomorrow's a new day, so I'll just start again. And it's great to be positive. We don't want people to beat themselves up. But there's got to be a learning (laughs) aspect to it, you know what I mean? So you can be like, I fucked up there. What can I do to ensure that I don't fuck up in exactly the same way again? So just kind of reflecting on it. And you can be a little bit, ugh, I'm a bit pissed off on myself. So that's why I said it's quite, not like controversial, but... um, we're going to contradict ourselves quite a bit because there's, you know, there's going to be positives and negatives in both, in all the scenarios. There's a the time to use it too. Yeah, that you that you can pull on. And it really does kind of depend on what kind of person you are, whether if something negative really, really throws you down. Like I'm all right with kind of negative motivation. Like if I get out of shape, when I'm out of shape, I'm out of shape right now. <laughs> I can use that and go, right, come on, James, stop fucking about, you're better than this, You know, you know what to do. So I'm all right with that. Whereas, you know, somewhere else, you know, we get often, like, some people who get disheartened because they just go, I've got such a long journey to go,
1: what's the point? And then, looking at every pound drop is a real positive. Yeah. I think the crux of it always, it comes down to to results and contentment with results. And I remember reading once and saying, the people who are the happiest often achieve the least. And the people who are the least content achieve the most. So if you look at someone like Steve Jobs, who you know has built, or you know, um, what's the guy called, Jeff Bezos, people like this who've built these multi-billion dollar companies, what has driven them forward? You know, if they were happy making 100 million, then they'd have done and they'd have quit and they'd have walked away. So it's, it's almost that lack or refusal or inability to be content that drives people forward. So conversely, if you've got someone who's trying to achieve a goal, and they're always content and everything's really good, then they're not gonna necessarily achieve that much. And I think that the time this becomes an issue is when, you know, if you've got an overweight client who says, I've been lying to myself for years, telling myself that this is okay and that I'm happy, and actually I'm not, actually I'm really sad and I need to change this and my health is suffering and my confidence is suffering, that then that contentment is just being used to mask sadness because people don't wanna face up to the reality. And a big part of our job as coaches is to challenge people's mindsets and their beliefs. You know, people saying, I am happy to have six glasses of wine, it was the right number. And then they're upset and come weigh in day. And then you have to say, Well, actually, if you'd had two, would your life have suffered? And then they have to, they feel better, they do lose weight. And it's, if people could get there on their own, then they wouldn't need a coach, then sustain would have gotten really good results. You know, people wouldn't need plans, they'd just decide, and that'd be it. But that's not how it works, that's not how fat loss works. So this is what we have to do, and this is just an example of that. And I think it's an interesting one with questioning how happy you should be, and and its true motives. Like, are you just using it to mask something else? Yeah, we do get a lot of people who say, you know,
0: because it's something that we push on people. Is like you just want to be sensible, realistic, and make conscious choices. So we might have someone who, like Joe said, with the the woman, the example of the woman who had a massive Chinese meal. I might just say after that like i'm really happy with my choices they're all conscious choices like and that's cool you know it's very positive from a mindset point of view but then if your goal is to lose x amount of weight and then you're not achieving that then you know then surely it's more of a negative that kind of the behaviors that you have given that are not listening to your fat loss i feel like i want to chew my words a bit there but yeah so it, there's got to be you know kind of a balance there's got to be like weighing it up and just not going oh this was a conscious choice that I'm happy with I'm really happy with my choice yeah definitely needed six glasses of wine yada 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 when your ultimate goal is not being met that has to be a negative for me
1: it's it's a tough one as a coach isn't it and I think that because you don't want to be a Debbie Downer on everyone yeah honestly I want you to enjoy your life as much as possible it might not come across in my coaching sometimes but it's just because you know when you've worked with so many people you can see the things that happen and people will have a good few weeks and they'll start to lose weight and then they'll have a night out and they'll overdo it and say things like you know this won't happen all that often but then it does and you see it so often when people make progress you know you see that initial drop and then it just flatlines is that you're aware acutely of how often this happens and the things that people say like I said you you don't want to say no you shouldn't be happy here you should be negative but if that's going to drive someone forwards then that might be a good thing and if Ultimately it's about thinking longer term and so often you have you know the issue with fat loss is people thinking too short term and listening to their inner voice and, and sacrificing future happiness for immediate pleasure and that's kind of the same thing here, is that if you want to enjoy today then that's fine, then you know focus on the positives. But if you do look at the negatives or you do look at what more you could do, then you're gonna have better results longer term. And as I've said a few times before, no one's ever lost weight with us and said, or no one's ever said to me, oh, that wasn't worth it, I wish I hadn't bothered. And the more changes you make and the more you look to improve, they're the clients who tend to do the best. You know, people saying, what else can I do? Or you, you give them one small tweak, like, you know, you're a little bit low on water or a little bit low on protein, then they action those things. The more you're willing to action, the more solutions you're willing to find, the better you're going to do. And the more you just kind of look back and go, well, you know, these little bits won't add up. I've deserved a treat. I did well here or it could have been worse or it's better than before. They're all legitimate, but they are ultimately excuses for why you didn't do as well as you could have done. And you know, that's fine. Horses for courses, everyone's different. If you're looking to maximize your results, then that would be the one way you can do it is keep looking for ways to improve and keep looking for areas that you've been suboptimal
0: yeah more like we're all for people being positive and finding the positives in, in all situations you know it needs to be a, a happy journey but there's nothing wrong with kind of looking at the things that went wrong or you didn't do well and learning from them as well not just writing them off just going well you know what this was better than before which is obviously a positive it's a real positive but then also what went wrong what could you do better next time you know what can you learn from this how are you gonna move forward, how are you gonna make it even more positive, I think is a huge thing.
1: Yeah, you were saying before about just the way that different people are wired up, mm. and I say the way that I'm wired up is to always demand more, expect more of myself, mm. and I think ultimately that's why I'm quite successful with the things that I turn my hand to, because, and I guess with sustain, you said, I remember you saying before with people, you know, if every time sustain struggled or something didn't work or whatever, then, and we sacked it off, and then we would have finished in the first three months. But the second month? Yeah. Or even earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very good.
0: But here we are, uh, three and a so half three and a half years nearly later. Four, nearly four now. Yeah.
1: Ooh, four years at the start of September.
0: Oh oi, oi. Yeah, October. So like. Um so that's it. I think, you know, you've got to look at what motivates you. And again, kind of being just picking positives out of everything is great. But then if you're just looking for the positives all the time and not addressing any of the negatives, then you might limit your possible progress for me. You know, we do get people who come in and they'll set a goal of say, you know, a goal of a stone weight loss. And then at the end of the 13 weeks, after making, you know, lots of conscious choices that they're happy with, they've lost, you know, a quarter of that amount that they actually wanted to
1: lose. But then they're really happy with that. But. Not our job to judge whether they're happy. Yeah, yeah, But you just question how happy they actually are. Yeah, because you they've paid their money to achieve.
0: You come in initially with this goal and you've not achieved it. Now, you know, I'm all for any outcome is a good outcome, but you have to learn from that. So if I were in 13 weeks, you know, looking to drop a stoneware and I only lost three or four pounds, yes, I've got an outcome, I'm three or four pounds lighter, I might have learned some more stuff along the way, but then I'd have to look back and say, right, okay, what didn't go right here. What can I adjust moving forward? That's just the way that I'm wired up. Mm. You know, I'd have to address why I didn't hit the goal. Was it too much of a stretch goal? Was it, you know... Yeah, What just basically, was the, the goal unrealistic in the time frame that i have given or with my abilities? And then address it moving forward. So that would be the kind of the negative part. But then, obviously, becomes a positive.
1: And I think, yeah, like you say, it's, it just depends on, on how much you can change at once because there's the what's the book called, the, the, the Power of One, isn't it? If you yeah. give people one thing to work on, they've got a 70% chance of success. It's two things, it's 20, 30%. If you give them three things, it falls down to like below 5% or below 1%. You know, you can tell I've not read it. Um, and it's just that thing, isn't it? If I, I work quite well. If you give me 10 things to do, I'll probably do six of them. If you give me two things to do, I'll do one of them. So, you know, what is it, the phrase? work will expand to fit the allotted time yeah. like for some people the more you give them the more they'll do for some people the more you give them the less they'll do because they'll just panic and they won't be able to do it so it's looking at you as an individual and I guess that's what it comes down to as a coach when someone says I'm perfectly happy with this it's to, to gently question it and it's what we want you to do as well Is that if your immediate instinct is yeah I'm pretty happy that I've maintained my weight for the past six weeks are you still happy with that or is that something that you need to work on what do you think, Venton? You have a gentle cry down there, she don't you too? A little yelp because got to
0: getting any attention. So I think, yes, pull the positives out, but then also address the negatives as well. You know, don't Please don't ignore them because that's the negative part. So where you'll grow, that's
1: where you'll learn, that's how you'll get better. I think don't be afraid of being discontent, As the last point to me. Yeah. So one of my clients had set a goal of, say, 75 kilos, and she's got to 78, she's pretty happy with that, and she said, I just don't know how to push the final bit. And I just said, it's for Stop being so happy then. Stop telling yourself that 78 is good enough. If your goal is 75, then set that as in your mind as the target you want to reach, and then you can give yourself another bonus, You know, whether that be holiday, or some clothing, or a meal out, or whatever you like, at 75. Whatever else is gonna motivate you to get there. It's just, if you're constantly telling yourself that this is good enough, then next time you want a chocolate bar or something else, there's no drive to push you forwards. And that's often what people need, is they need that strong kind of emotional cue Really, really, interesting stuff on this. And last week's podcast went into it as well. That if you're, if there's no emotion, and you're just looking at the rationale, or the, you know, which is, I'd like to be seventy-five instead of seventy-eight. It's not going to push you forwards. Whereas if you go, I'm discontent with how I am at twenty-eight, and I feel really sorry seventy-eight, and I feel really good at seventy-five, then that's much more likely to push you forward because emotions are going to drive decisions better than than rationale. Yes. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Good.
0: Short one today. Mm. Thank you very much for listening. Like, subscribe, leave a review. I've not checked the reviews actually for a while. So fingers crossed. Thousands. As- <laughs> fingers crossed. As-